number one, don't stop making money because you're feeling a certain way. It's your job as a business owner to make money. You not making money is not gonna help the situation or anyone around you. That's thing number one. And in tandem with that, thing number two is you, for whatever reason, started a business. You have a platform, you have a mission, you have a voice. I think it's your responsibility at this moment in time to use that how you see fit. Hello, welcome to Aligned and Wealthy. Whether you are an online business owner, a growing professional, or a woman who just desires more, we welcome all of you here. This is the community where we lead through both tenacity and heart. Each week, you can expect solo motivational talks and trainings with your host, Lindsay Fadio, that's me, or interviews and candid conversations with guest experts and fellow rising leaders. We cover all things marketing, business, current events, and personal development. New episodes are released every single Wednesday. So hit the follow button and get ready for the rise. I'm very, very, very excited uh, to be here and talking to you and to your audience because you know what, like over the last few weeks, the, the fundraiser that you just mentioned came about really as a fluke. Like, let me take you back to, now it's like the 20, I don't even remember the day, basically two-ish, two and a half weeks ago, when the whole, you know, really terrible situation in Ukraine started, my family ended up on the other side of the border by a sheer fluke. I don't know whether it was, I don't know, something divine that happened or whether it was just a really terrible coincidence. Normally everyone is in the UK. Normally, you know, we all live here and we have done for many, many years, but for you know whatever reason my mom had to go back with her husband he had to have an operation my grandmother was there with you know she just finished her visa for, from here my dad who usually travels was also in ukraine you know living just outside of kiev like literally with, uh, the area that is now occupied my extended family were all there my my brother was in barcelona at the time wow. by a ship loop he decided to fly away i don't know like very last minute um and it sort of ended up with myself and my little sister who's nine years old at home right and like everyone else we woke up on that i think it was a thursday i actually woke up late i don't know whether you have any mums in your audience but you know how how it is when you've been like looking after a little one all week long and it's like the end of the week and you're like oh my god i have half an hour to get to school like sort of running down the stairs and i look at my phone and i see you know all of these messages all of these voicemails and then a text message from my mom that is like me, your granddad and, and your grandmother are in the car driving to the British consulate. And just so that we're all very clear, my grandparents haven't spoken for the last 25 years. Oh. They're like badly divorced. <laughs> and now so they're are together, fleeing the country. Yeah, they're, they're together driving down to try and sort of save themselves. And when I read that message, I didn't need to check the news because I knew that the only way that those two individuals would ever get into a car together would be if something terrible has happened. So there's me, you know, trying to get my shoes on and trying to brush my teeth while also, you know, getting my sister to school and trying not to like burst into spontaneous tears, you know? And I just remember this feeling of utter helplessness, like this feeling of, oh my God, like, like helplessness and guilt just sort of crashing over me. And thinking to myself, I don't know what to do. What can I do? I, I can't do anything. And I'm like, okay, flights. Okay, no, everything's bombed. Okay, cars. 
there's no petrol. Like there's a sh sh shortage of petrol because everyone's trying to flee. Okay, what can I, I can't do anything. I just sort of have to sit back and, and you know, stay sort of shocked. And by the way, my MOT, which is like the car tax failed that week. So I used to go and <laughs> drop my car off. Oh my goodness. And I'm in the car with so my best friend. Moment? Where was home for you whenever this all, whenever this all happened? Where, where is home for you? So I live by the sea in the UK, in Brighton. Okay. So you you probably feel helpless also. Like your family is there, they're in the car, and like, what can you do, right? You're in the UK. That I mean, I can imagine that's what's going through your head. 100%. And I think that the worst part is, is that you know so many people. Like, I don't know whether you, you know, whether you're you listening on the other side of this, you, you may be an immigrant like me, and, you know, you sort of belong to two countries, right? Yes, I grew up here, but also the first year of school I did in, you know, the Ukraine. And for me, I, I'm still friends with people from that first class. Like, you know, we went to Bali a few, a few years ago together to celebrate New Year's Eve. Like, we're a tight-knit community and tight-knit group. You know, my neighbor helped my mom cross the border last week. Like she, her brother drove them to the border. So, you know, it's not like, oh, you don't really live there. So you don't know anyone. It's like, you know, everyone, these people helped raise you and you don't know how to help them because all you can do is sort of sit there and refresh the news, you know, every five minutes. Right, right. So much angst, so much worry from that. Okay, so- <laughs> no, sorry, not very uplifting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, but it's, it's the sheer reality of it. And I think that it's so powerful. I'm so glad that we're able to bring this to our communities because we are seeing the mainstream news. And then if we're seeking out independent stuff, it can still feel- very far from us personally, at least here, me, not you, obviously, but me no, in very America and the States, I really feel like I'm so detached and like my heart just, I, and I was every single day I listened to, um, today explained it's by Vox. It's like an independent news source. Um, I really like their content. So it's like every day I was like getting their new episode. I'm like, I'm like listening to other phone calls, um, from people in Ukraine. And I'm like, I, I wish I could do something like, what can I do? You know, well, it, it just feels like it, it was just, um, this feeling of wanting so badly to help, but not knowing how and not knowing what you can do. And, and then it's like, well, if I do help, will it even benefit anyone? Yeah. <laughs> will it go to some oligarch, you know, for his beautiful mansion in Sweden somewhere? Right, right. Am I funding, am I funding the bad guy here? You know, so it, it can just feel like you're helpless in a lot of ways. So, so whenever you found out that this was going on and your, um, your family's there and they're trying to find, they're trying to, you know, get into a safe place, were you immediately like, okay, let's do a fundraiser and raise money? No. <laughs> Yeah, like, how did that happen? No, well, of course not. I was sat on my sofa crying. Like, actually, yeah. that's why I brought up the car thing because my best friend was driving me around. You know, I sort of had to take the car to the garage so that they could change the light, like the light in the car. Yeah. I thought it was just dirty. And it was like, it's like the minutiae of daily life. And this is why I bring it up because you don't think that this is going to happen to you and you don't think you're going to have to deal with it. And I was like, okay, well, I have to fix the car because if I have to, I was thinking to myself, if I have to drive to the border to pick them up, for whatever reason. Hey gang, Lindsay here. If you are a rising business owner who is navigating the personal and professional woes of entrepreneurship and you find yourself thinking, I wish I had someone to help unclutter all of the plans swarming around in my head or I 
have big goals for this year and I could really use a plan to help me achieve those things, then I invite you to book a one-time laser strategy session with me. This is a one-time private coaching and consulting session where we map out your high-level marketing and sales plan. We'll answer any questions you have around business, mindset, or leading within your life and business. You can book your one-time session directly through the link in today's show notes. Spots are limited for each month, so be sure to book yours as soon as you desire to get on the calendar. Okay, now back to today's episode. In case their car breaks down, in case they run out of petrol, whatever. Like, I have to have my car fixed. So I sort of went into action mode, fixing the car. My partner, bless him, like got three again like the trains were broken down down south so he had to get like three different trains and a bus to come down here and i was supposed to be going on a girls retreat that weekend as well so it's like everything happened at the same time you know so i sat on my i sat on my sofa with my tea and i was sort of spontaneously bursting into tears for a few days i'd sort of been like walking around and then something would hit me and i just sort of crumble and then there was this moment over that weekend where my boyfriend sent, sent me to the bath. He was like, you, okay, mindset routine, go and do some tapping, go and do some tapping, go and do some tapping in the mirror. Like you'll make yourself feel better. Go and like, in other words, like go get your crap together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Go and do the things that I know make you happy. Like when you go to the bathroom and you do your tapping thing, like you come out and you human, like go and make yourself feel better, you know? Yeah. Because bless him, he's, you know, he's like, I don't know what to do with you. You never, you never cry. Why are you crying? You're crying every five minutes. What's going on? So I was in this bath and I remember feeling, you know, feeling all the feelings and, you know, I didn't even tap. I was sort of like, you know, doing this. And for those guys on the podcast, you can't see me, but I was like sort of tapping on the collarbones, which is, an, it's called emotional freedom technique and it helps you process your emotions. Um, and I'll talk about it in a bit as, again, I guess. Um, but I sort of sat in the bath and I had this idea and I was thinking to myself like, okay, there has to be something that I can do. I can't just sit here and, and spend the next weeks plus not knowing, you know, not, I can't spend the next weeks feeling helpless like this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. And, you know, people kept messaging me and being like, what do I do? Who do I call? You know, where do I donate? And I will tell you one more thing. The first day I reposted a bad fundraiser that I actually donated to. Mm-hmm. One of my friends messaged me and was like, Elisa, this is not the right fundraiser. Like this is, this is a scam. Oh no. So yeah, that, that made me feel even worse than that first day, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> you know, I wasn't fleeing my home. All of these other people were. Um, but one of the thoughts that was running through my head was, well, if I've donated somewhere that wasn't verified and wasn't right, yeah, and I'm in this privileged position where I have everything, you know, relatively speaking, I have somewhere to live. I have a great business. I have amazing clients that are super supportive. I have an amazing, you know, community of, of support around me, whether that's coaches, masterminds, etc. Mm-hmm. I'm in a privileged position where I'm not thinking, oh my God, my parents don't have anywhere to live because they do. They can pay their way down to the border and, you know, figure things out. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary and difficult, but what about all of these other people, my f- close friends, my relatives, you know, my nanny from when I was like three years old, who is stuck in this apartment building that is like a Soviet era concrete block with a smelly basement. It's not a bomb shelter. Like everyone's 
in describing it. It's like a smelly sewer, basically, yep. where, where you, cold. where we as kids were told never to go because like the boogeyman lived there. Yeah. And now all of these people in these concrete block apartments, I, I was just sort of overwhelmed with this feeling. And, you know, as I was sat in this bath, I kept hearing this word like bundle, bundle. And I was just like, you know, sort of like a fly. You were like, shh. What can I do? What is that? What is that? Why am I sort of thinking about this? And, you know, the word kept coming back to me and I thought to myself, okay, well, if I can ask a few of my clients, maybe like my mentor or two, maybe they'll say yes. Maybe it'll be like five to 10 people max right. that I could, I could convince them out of sheer goodwill to come, you know, and donate a product cut to basically a week later, we have 50 plus contributors who I absolutely, you know, I, I know the majority of them personally. I have got, you know, surprise magical beings like you who I didn't know personally before this experience. Yeah, we were and connected. I, that was the thing though. It's like we were connected on Facebook somehow. So I don't know how we've connected or where we met, but it's like <laughs> we, we were just magically connected. And, and yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, now we have people literally upset being like why can't you feature me in this thing and i'm like because it's closed <laughs> we've, we've done it yeah yeah it was excellent there is a cap you know we have 50 people like thank you so much for, for wanting to be part of it but like any more and my brain will actually explode and my tech girl will actually kill me you know right <laughs> yeah, there are so many moving pieces i have been i mean we are fully supported as the contributors of it we've been so fully supported and just having that um you know this swipe files and like all of these marketing tools that just make our job so much easier to promote <laughs> it um the emails and things like that so i know i can, I, I know that there's been so much hard work um in, from your team and, fr and from you all pulling it together, it was easy for me as a contributor. Cool, I'll hand you my product. I got you a special login. Here you go, put it in the bundle. <laughs> and then, and we just kind of sat back and waited. And then your team, poof, here's the magical links for everyone. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and it's just been really, really, it's been really such a smooth process. So again, I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you to your team. Um, so what was it like kind of pulling all of those pieces together? Did you feel like frazzled? Or were you, or were you, um, you know, just really catapulted by the thought of helping people in need? A little bit of both. I think there's still spontaneous crying happening, you know, <laughs> at various points of the process. I will say this, that I felt so overwhelmed by the support from people who just donated their time. Yeah. You know, people who I was like, hi, I can't get this together in a day. Like, I don't know what I was thinking when I said, oh, this will be ready in a day. Please, does anyone want to help me with this? You know, in a previous life, before I started helping coaches become coaches, I used to be a funnel designer. You know, I used to write copy and I used to create funnels for people. So for me, creating a funnel is not a, you know, headache process. It's easy. It's one of my genius zones, if you like, right? Um, creating copy, again, wasn't necessarily so hard, but I just couldn't really concentrate. Yeah. So... I put it all together. One of my best friends, uh, the girl that we were supposed to go on a girl re retreat with, it was her birthday that weekend. She came back from the girl's trip. I obviously didn't go. And she was just like, let me help you organize yourself. And she sat down with me for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And I already had like a spreadsheet that was just a, you know, a, can I, can I swear? I don't know. Can we swear on this, on this podcast? It was just a shit show. It was just like, you know, here's a column here, here's a column there. Like, 
here are just some thoughts that I had. Um, and bless her, she like filtered it and it's color coded and it's beautiful. And I was just like, I could cry with happiness seeing all of the beautiful organizational. So shout out to Casey, who is incredible at doing shout things. Out to like Casey. <laughs> Thank you, Casey, for, for, for organizing my frazzled brain. Um, and honestly, it was, I found it so surprising how easy it was to ask for help. I think as, as women in general, yep. it's a very difficult, you know, line to toe. I think we feel like we have to be super women. We have to do it alone. You know, asking for help is like the last thing that I would probably ever do. I would try and do it alone. Like the majority of my clients too, you know, a lot of the time that we spend coaching, I find our clients, particularly if you're in the marketing space, it is like, how do you open yourself up? How do you get more into your feminine? How do you you know, how do you open yourself up to the possibilities of everything around you? Yeah. And for me, I didn't really have a choice here in that, like, there was no way in, in, in this, in this universe that I was going to be able to get this out by myself. So I had to delegate more. I had to trust mm -hmm. my team to do the things that, you know, I wouldn't usually necessarily trust them to do so easily right and yeah sure there were things that I, you know i went in and fixed and there were like bits and pieces that weren't the way that i would do them and you know even like the swipe file i would have added like different things there but you know what like launching it worked dirty and just letting the people use the copy that was written by an incredible copywriter who again i never knew she just volunteered her time um grabbing the graphics from one of my former clients who was just like, Hey, I'm in Canada. Is there anything I could do to help? I'd literally message her at like 11 o'clock at night and I'd wake up and all these graphics were done. And it was the most magical feeling in the world. Wow. And the graphics are beautiful. BT does like all of the graphics. It's, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. I need to get in touch with that graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a link. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, shout out to everyone. They were so, so, so amazing and instrumental in helping me put this together. And I think, you know, the message that I want everyone to take away from this is that sometimes when you're clear on the destination and I knew that I wanted to raise as much money as possible using the networks that I have available to me. And like, I don't have a seven figure business yet. You know, I, my business is a relatively small coaching company in comparison to all these like really big mega superstars who have seven figure launches and you know, who I absolutely love and adore, I'm not there yet. And I think sometimes when you're at this level where, you know, you're making your comfortable six figures and you're doing the things and you're launching and you're building your community. And sometimes I think it feels like, well, I can't do anything to help anyone because my business isn't at that level yet. And even though my values are freedom and my values are service and my values are impact, yeah. I think a lot of us with smaller businesses feel like, oh, but you know, I, these things are important to me, but I'm not making enough money yet. Mm -hmm. Or I can't take the time out of doing my own launch and doing my own business to do that, you know, because my livelihood depends on it even. Right. Or yeah, I exactly. in power, quote unquote, I don't have the team. I don't have the resources to pull it together. So I love that, 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 that we've touched on that, that you've literally asked for help. Like you put it, I remember <laughs> post on Facebook and it was like, I need help. Who can do these things? Like I'm taking volunteers. And it was just, the, the, it, there's vulnerability in that and asking for help, especially as a woman, there is vulnerability in leading like messily. Like you, you were willing to get it wrong, right? Like you're willing yeah. to lead wrong so that you can get it right. And so that you can, and 
like stay true to the vision, which was raising as much money as possible for the people that needed the most. And there's so much power in that. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just phenomenal um, that, that we were able to do that and, and to stay true to that, you know, and yeah, so it's just, it's so crazy. We still have another what week left of this um, and already above $20,000 that's been raised. If anyone wants to purchase, if you're like, all right, I'm in, I'm sold. Um, <laughs> the website I just had, and you probably have it memorized. What is the URL for us? Yeah, sure. It's Alisa, A-L-I-S-A dash K-K-A-Y.com forward slash act louder. That's right. And the reason for the name is that we, you know, I made a, I made a note on my iPhone with all the different names and I screenshot it and said it's like my, you know, whatever mastermind buddy is like the girl that helped me run my Facebook ads last launch. Uh, a few of the people that I really know and trust. And I was like, what do we think about these? And they were like, Oh, I like, I like something about acting. Right. Because we kept seeing collectively everyone saying like, what can I do to help? How can I act? What is it that I can, you know, take action on? And, you know, this, for me, the sentiment of people like sending prayers or sending love or like sitting in, in group meditation, all important things that probably make you feel better, but don't make people on the ground feel better. You know what I mean? Not directly. So for me, I really wanted to create something that would help people act, that would help people either share the link with all of the people that you know, if for whatever reason you can't donate $97 or feel free to donate. $97 or there is an option to donate more. Um, the charities that we've chosen are verified. I've worked with them before. I personally know the hospitals that we're donating to. You know, I'm looking for a charity specifically for feminine health because that's something that I'm really passionate about. Yeah. Um, and I just really wanted to make sure that the money that people are, are, are so generously donating is actually going to good causes and it's not building, you know, Peters in Sweden, huh? And you know, my mom and I were laughing about this. And we were like, "Do we really want to talk to people about like donating scams?" And I was like, "Yes, because it's important for people to understand that the top level people do generally, you know, take some of that money away." You know, for sure. Yep, absolutely. Such a good point. Okay, so let's touch on. Let's touch on. Oh, let's even talk about that. Where, where are, like, what are some of the charities that the money's going to, um, like, have you already said, like, I just, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about the money, honey. Right. Let's talk about so the, money. the money. Yeah. Show me the cash. Right? Show me the cash. Um, I know my Strife account is like loving, loving life right now. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so coming in be like, Alisa, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I know. My account is like, Hi, <laughs> we Hi. actually talk emails, right? <laughs> Do you, are you aware that you have to pay tax on, on like these specific accounts? And I was just like, no, I'm not aware on, the, on this. Thank you for letting me know. Um, but, you know, all of the admin aside, um, so the money is going to the Red Cross, a portion of it is going to the Red Cross, because I don't know about you, but I've never heard the Red Cross ever scamming anyone. Like for me, the Red Cross, I've, I've volunteered with the Red Cross. I know they're doing good work. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, if you hear some shady business, please come to me. Yep, <laughs> I would love to know. And yep. uh, then we're donating to two specific hospitals. One of them is in Kharkiv, which is heavily bombed right now. They just experienced more heavy losses overnight last night. Um, my dad's from there, you know, so it's, it's heartbreaking, but the money is going to a really good cause in that we're supporting the people who are essentially, you know, on the front lines and, and the people that are suffering the most. We actually donated yesterday to the maternity ward in Mariupol. Mm -hmm. 
that was really heavily terribly bombed um a few days ago two days ago i don't even remember now um and then the third place the third hospital that we're donating to is a hospital in poltava which is where i'm from and the reason we're doing that is because the majority of the people that will get sent from Kharkiv will go to poltava so it's sort of like the front line and then the backup yeah. and i personally know a lot of elderly that were sent home after major operations because they were making space in those hospitals so what they need right now is the support so that they can get like on-call doctors to go home and to go to the homes of these people and check on them you know like amputees that literally had surgeries two days ago that were sent home and they were like well i'm really sorry but we can't do anything for you uh, you know room for, for the new injuries and wounds and and yeah and casualties exactly that's awful yeah wow Oh, it's, it's like heart wrenching to even like put that into perspective of like where that money is going to and why it's going there. And, and it's like, I hate that we're in this situation, obviously, but I'm so glad that we're able to come together and, and create some good from it and, or to create some good to contribute to it. You know, um, hopefully we won't have to send donations in much longer, right? Like we're <laughs> optimistic and, and let's cross our fingers that something miraculous happens, you know, and that, um, and that this comes to a stop soon, you know? So, and I, and Elisa, is your family okay? Like, were they all able to find safety? Are they safe? Hey gang, it's Lindsay. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean so much for you to take one to two minutes and leave us a review right here on your podcast platform. You can click directly on the link to our podcast page, scroll to where it says reviews and leave us a one to five star review, five star preferably. <laughs> to really be the gold star student, you can share with us what episode or what episodes you've enjoyed most and what you'd want to hear more of. I personally read every single review and I would love to be able to share your review on one of our next episodes. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. So they're relatively safe. Uh, my mom and my grandmother made it over the border. We picked them up last week. Um, they were detained here in the UK to, because my grandmother didn't have a visa. So they were sort of s s sat on the border for eight hours, which was not a fun experience for anyone. But thank you to the British government for sorting their, their paperwork out. My grandmother is safe upstairs. Uh, my mom is home too. She's back at work. Good. My stepfather sadly wasn't allowed to leave, and neither was my dad or his family. So they are, are currently leave the country, right? Because the men are not allowed to leave the country. Yeah, even if you have a different nationality, if if you're on Ukrainian soil and you were born there, you're technically a dual national, so you can't leave. Wow. Um, so yeah. that sucks, frankly. But you know what? I think the if you're sort of feeling the doom and gloom in the situation, the thing that I really want everyone to hear is that even with a tiny, small, little idea of tiny bit of impact, I thought to myself, okay, well, if I can get these 50 plus people have contributed, if, you, if I can get either them themselves to buy this bundle, yeah. or I can get one of the people that follow them to buy the bundle, that's already five grand. And I'll be a happy, you know, happy camper. And that money will really affect change. And, you know, for me, I feel really privileged in that my family are not in the hot zone anymore. They're sort of on, on sort of the border side, right? That is relatively calm right now. They're still getting, you know, sirens and they're still wow. sleeping in basements, but they're not in the hot zone just yet. And hopefully it stays like that. Mm -hmm. The thing that I'm really focusing on right now is 
what about all of the other people that are not and that don't know how to leave that can't you know resources they don't have the resources to leave you know yeah and even if they do there's no way like there the trains are overpacked the the buses you know you have to pay an extortionate amount of money my best friend's been trying to leave uh portava for the last week you know there are two day long queues outside people are in the snow waiting outside of a train station to get on a train that they're not sure will get there you know so it's it's really harrowing and really sad but at the same time i feel like we as individuals who are on the other side of things can actually affect some real change you can use your business for good you can use your voice you can use your platform um and you know it's just a tiny it's a little thing that we can do to actually make a little bit of impact and a little bit of good out of this terrible situation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. And if you can't donate, if you're not in the position to, you can share it. You can share it and you can use your voice, yeah. and you can use your platform and you can use your community, right? Because I think that that's, um, you mentioned your values. And I think that a lot of us come into business um, because of our values of freedom or of alignment or um, wanting to help people, right? So if, if if you can donate, please do, please, please do that. But if you cannot, for whatever reason, share it, share it, put the message out there, share it with your people, you know, and, and be the voice behind it. Use that platform for good. So um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing on that around about your family, Elisa. I know that's tough to, to go there and to speak about so publicly and, and vulnerably. So thank you for that. Um, and of course, my thoughts and prayers and love and stuff is still being that, <laughs> right? <laughs> And we're acting. Thank and you so we're much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the thoughts and prayers. I, you know, I say the thing about the thoughts and prayers more of a sort of a, a jest gesture, if you like, because it really is. Sometimes it just pisses you off when you're in this like state of survival mode and people are sending, they're trying to be helpful, but it's not helpful if you get what I mean. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I think we as leaders, have to ex explain to the people around us like what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate you know and what will piss you off and what won't piss you off i'm like don't send me thoughts and prayers please T ask me how i am ask me send me a freaking spotify playlist versus you know prayer heart you know heart emojis i personally would find that helpful however like on the other side of the thing of, of the border maybe people do want thoughts and prayers and that's totally fine too i think we as leaders have to just explain our positioning and explain why we're feeling the feel things that we're feeling and how to navigate that because you know i had to sit down and tell my clients like hey guys you know here here are the new boundaries right this next month is going to be crazy I'm not going to get back to you within 24 hours like I usually will. I'm not going to give you feedback on Fridays like I usually would. Like, I'm not going to edit your copy because my brain is mush right now. Um, and like little bits and pieces like that of communicating expectations, whether it's through a fundraiser, you know, that makes 20K in, in four days, or whether it's in your business or in your life. I think a lot of, a lot of the time it's about communication and it's about asking those people around you what can you do to help yep i think it's a way better question or a way better statement to say to someone hey you know my thoughts and prayers are with you but please let me know what i can do to actually help yep. what do you need from me right now how can i serve you okay. how can i help you yeah absolutely such a good point and it's up to us as the leaders right to communicate it and to not expect it right because that's where resentment comes in or like anger or frustration whenever we don't communicate it though it's like 
we have to communicate we have to tell people we have to ask for help so such a powerful powerful reminder on that so thank you so much elisa is there anything else that you want to add or anything else that that you want people to know before they leave today it's hmm. a great question i want everyone to know that no matter where you're at in your life and where you're at in your business the best thing that you can do right now is use your voice and use your platform. I don't care whether you have just your mom following you or whether you have a hundred thousand million people looking at what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I want you to number one, don't stop making money because you're feeling a certain way. It's your job as a business owner to make money. You not making money is not going to help the situation or anyone around you. That's thing number one. And in tandem with that thing, number two is you for whatever reason, started a business, you have a platform, you have a mission, you have a voice. Mm -hmm. I think it's your responsibility at this moment in time to use that how you see fit. We are no longer in an age where it's okay to be apolitical. You know, a lot of people are like, I don't talk about politics. I'm like, sorry, can you really not talk about the issues that are happening right now? Where are the societal cusp right now, where everything is changing, whether it's, you know, a cause like Ukraine that you feel passionate about, or it's, you know, things like Black Lives Matter. Yep. I don't think it's enough for us as business owners to stay silent anymore. Turn the other cheek and to stay silent and to be complicit on it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 1000%. We have to speak up. If, if we want to call ourselves a leader and as a business owner, you are ultimately a leader. Um, you have to speak up and, and you have to use that. Yeah. Such a good reminder. Again, I just like, you're like dropping wisdom bombs in here. Like, Oh, so good. <laughs> Ah, yes. Thank you for sharing on that. Um, because ultimately the politics are moving around us anyways, like it's happening anyway. So what we have to do something, we have to speak on it. We have to share, like we have to do something. So such a good, good reminder of that. Um, thank you so much, Elisa. If you all want to purchase the bundle, Elisa dash K slash act louder. Yes. yes. That yeah. is, that is the link. Yep. There are over 50 products in there, digital courses. Um, there's like a sword fighting course, right? There is a sword fighting course in there. I have not dug into course. it. There are email swipes, email templates. I get asked all the time, Lindsay, do you have like a, a, a an email sequence template, like a, a swipe file? There, there are like several of those in there. On um, my own personal daily CEO workflow, the checklist that I follow to grow my business to six figures is in there. Um, there are so many phenomenal products in this bundle and you are getting like way, 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 way above your money's worth. So if you're thinking about getting the bundle and donating 100% of the proceeds, go, go, to, we don't get a dime of it. We get nothing. I get the email subscriber because you're technically opting into the bundle, <laughs> but like, there's no money coming to us. It's all going to, to the Ukrainians who, who are in need right now and to the organizations and the hospitals. Um, so, and you're going to get so much value in that bundle. So if you're listening, grab it, Elisa dash K slash act louder. There you go. So thank you so much, Elisa. If, um, for the people on the podcast, since they can't see us, um, where can they can come, where can they follow you? Where are you most active if they want to come and just soak up your energy? I think you've delivered such a great, um, a great time today and, and really drop some knowledge with us. So where can they can find you? Absolutely. So I'm at Elisa K coaching across all of the platforms of social media. Um, I'm most active on Facebook. So if you find me on there, my Facebook group is called decoding social media. Um, I'm most active there and I will be launching my podcast. It's supposed to be happening 
like in a few weeks time but we're going to delay it slightly but it will it will be happening so maybe i can come back and talk to you more about social media yeah let's <laughs> do that let's do that absolutely do you know what your podcast name will be or do you or is it like a surprise like do you have a surprise i can't oh, just I love surprises drop that. i can't just drop that here my my people come and join me in my facebook group and you'll get first dibs my people will come at me with pitchforks you know <laughs> All right, Decoding Social Media Facebook group. We'll go find you there. Um, thank you so much, Elisa. I have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed this. Y'all go grab your bundle, uh, share the links. The cart is open until March 20th. 20th, okay, March 20th. It's a Sunday. Um, so jump in, grab it while you can. Thank you so much. Awesome, thank you, Elisa. Hey gang, it's Lindsay. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean so much for you to take one to two minutes and leave us a review right here on your podcast platform. You can click directly on the link to our podcast page, scroll to where it says reviews and leave us a one to five star review, five star preferably, <laughs> to really be the gold star student. You can share with us what episode or what episodes you've enjoyed most and what you'd want to hear more of. I personally read every single review and I would love to be able to share your review on one of our next episodes. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.